1: This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. (laughs) i
0: <laughs> and okay. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. It is Tuesday night. I know that because my bins go out tomorrow. And tomorrow is Wednesday. That's when the bins go out. Um with me I have Keith um as always. Um oh, nearly as always, he's always here. Um, we can't get rid of him. And uh, we have Alex from the COP TV. Alex, how are you, my man?
2: I'm very well, Gav. Thank you very much for having me on, man. I've been looking forward to this one. No problem at all. And I want to talk about like the late night shows because I feel like you can get away with it a bit more and it becomes uh the
0: chat becomes a bit more vocational, do you know what I mean? A bit more Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah listen, we can, you can do whatever you want in this show. Um, we, we have really good lawyers, so don't worry about it. Um, but I will want to, later on at some stage, I do want to talk to you all about the Cop TV, what it's about, what your plans yeah. are for going forward and stuff like that, Thank and let you, people yeah. let people know exactly where to find you and stuff like that. Uh, Danny Emery says the grown-ups are late again. Danny, come on, man, two minutes to give us yeah. a break, man, with you? Do you know what I mean? I was making a cup of tea. um. But look, what we're going to do tonight, as people have seen from the from the title of this, is now with snow boots. Um, It's just how and when for us being champions, OK? And that's exactly what we're going to speak about. Keith, I'm going to come to you first. So, yeah. the, we've had the Null and Void Brigade, so they're gone. Them. Um, they're gone. I, I, I them already. I do, I do miss them as well. Um, yeah. I talked about Gray Crack, but uh, they're gone. Okay, um, we've had we've had like you know cancel it. We've had all sorts of stuff going on, which we will get through as the show goes on. But there's no doubt about it now. Liverpool are champions of England. Um, it's just going to be a case of how and when. So there's two possibilities here. Three, sorry, there's a there's a points per game system, which is yeah. one. There is a weight. Uh, points per game system um, yeah. which this is all presuming the games do not go ahead and then the third one is the games are played behind closed doors and Liverpool need two wins maximum to uh, secure the 19th league title. Uh, what were you feeling about all these when you look at those three scenarios? What what, what grabs you? What doesn't grab you? What one do you not want to be, go anywhere near? Or are you just happy to go listen do whatever you want because we're getting it right yeah. away?
1: Ultimately, yeah, that's exactly where I am. I couldn't give a shit if they pull straws and whoever gets the shortest straw gets relegated. Couldn't care less. Whatever happens, we will be the champs, right? And rightly so. We, it's through the whole lot of this, we've been the ones sitting there with our feet up and a cigar in our mouth. We haven't been saying that. We haven't been, you know, getting involved in all the nonsense. It's the bottom six teams and some of the teams that have had underwhelming seasons. I think the way this one pans out, I think they'll play the games I wouldn't be surprised if they don't finish the games and then go to a weighted point per game to finish it which if it was to happen there would put West Ham down which would be an awful shame so that's what I want
0: (laughs) awful shame Um,
1: (laughs) but but, (laughs)
0: Alex, I come to you, like, you know, you're you're a fan channel for Liverpool. Um you're not you're probably not going to be able to be outside grounds. You aren't going to be able to be outside grounds with regards to um with the, the league title. But just looking at it from your point of view, do you want to see this played behind closed doors and on the pitch and we all watch it on T V and we celebrate in some sort of way? Is that is that what is, is that where you, as I presume the vast majority of Liverpool fans, are leaning towards?
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, if if I could, I'd still go just outside the ground and just do a report there just to make it a bit different from everyone else um, and make it stand out a bit more. But realistically, man, like it was absolutely stripped of me, this whole enjoying the away day, but also it's work, getting you know paid to do it. And it's, it's the dream. And then it just gets stripped away. Um, it's tough. I think um, realistically, obviously, like you said, there's no ifs or buts, but... I think we'd all agree that we'd rather win it outright and play the games, whether that's behind closed doors or, or not. Um, we'd rather win it outright and play the games just so we can finally, if there was any, I mean, there's nothing anyone can say to us. We've lost two games in two years for fuck's sake. Like let's, let's all just get in the real world for a minute. Like no one can say anything to us, anything whatsoever. Um so that would finally put all those stupid nonsense rumours to bed about can we do it? Yes, we've done it. Let's give us our two games. Let's win the league after that. To be honest, like Keith said, I'm not asked about who gets top four, who doesn't, who goes down. Listen, from the day one of this season against Norwich, that win there sets out how how we intended to go about this season and we have to finish it. If the only other option is we'll do this points thing and make an average and uh, and give you... Give you the title, then of course we'd have to take it, and we'd have to just accept whenever we can celebrate. We can, but the 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 the, the preference for me is a hundred percent winning it outright. Give us two games, and then, like you've said, if it does, then you know the rate does go then back up, and we have to do an average then so be it. But I just want two games. That's it.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm with Um. I, look. My. My. my... My feelings on this is being well known to anyone that listens. um For a long time, Liverpool are champions, and if you want to, even if you're null avoided, I still take Liverpool as champions. If it's if it's some sort of variation on a points per game system, Liverpool are champions. If we play it behind closed doors, Liverpool will become champions. So either way, I I don't mind. But just looking at, but obviously I'm with you. My preference is to play it behind closed doors, play out the games. It protects TV money. Um, you know, it's it's people have spoken about integrity of the game, but it's the most clear cut and you know fairest way to do what I suppose because nobody can turn around and say, well, their points per game could have been more in those last ten as opposed to the first tw- twenty eight. You know that kind of way, but just looking at, I suppose, if this is to happen, so let let's just go on the on the on the provision that we are going to play behind closed doors. We are going to play it out, okay. Now the talk was neutral venues. I never, I couldn't get I, Keith. I could never get my head around this um, for for various reasons. Yeah. Uh, now they're talking about and maybe in Premier League grounds the fixtures as planned, just without yeah. anybody there. You know the kind of way. Looking at how that'll work, do, do you think it's feasible? Do you think it's viable way to do it? Because you will get people going. Oh, the fans will torn up. I, I think that's been you're 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 not giving fans enough credit on that score. But but do you think? Do, after looking through it all, do you think that's the the most viable, easiest way to do it? And, and the easiest way for clubs logistically to, to follow the rules that are set out?
1: Yeah, I, do I think it's the right thing to do? I'm not too sure, but I think it's the way it will go. I think they will play in their own stadiums because I think um, the pressure that's being put on by certain elements, you know, about neutral venues... it's becoming more and more that that's the only um, thing they have to grasp at now. And I think I know the police had come out and said they, they're opposing the games being in the stadiums and the government, were the government against it as well. But it's all softening a bit now. I think they will be played in their own stadiums. And I think it's just another, another one of the straws that they were look at, Certain teams are looking to to use, oh, it's not fair, it's this, it's that. I think they'll be played in their own stadiums, right? It'll be behind closed doors. Fans won't be at the stadium. Um some fans will try and go to the stadium. There's idiots oh, yeah. in every in every fan base, you know, there's crowds that will definitely do it, whether that's at Anfield, whether that's at uh, let's say West Ham stay up, no they don't get anyone going to their stadium And anyway, um but you know teams that have an interest you know it, it'll be there, there will be idiots that will try and do it but look you just have to deal with that you know it's just a, a way of life it's, it's the, the thing that's really annoying me with all this is how um you know they're talking about oh what if a player gets COVID-19 well if if teams are following the instructions, then they shouldn't be, you know, they should be limiting the chances of that. So I think all teams need to take responsibility now. Now that all their their options are dwindling for getting the season ended, they need to start trying to do the best to get it finished. Because at the end of the day, Gav, you said it there. The money involved in this money makes the world go round. We've said mm. it for a long, long time. It's TV. If, if any league in the world. T V have such power over the Premier League because they pay the bills and they need to get something done. So they'll try and get these behind closed doors. The idea of it being in George's Park um in the like a bleeding one day five aside so tournament type of uh thing where all the teams were isolated in certain parts, it was a bit maybe a bit fantasy at the time. I think that was one way of doing it. And then they were talking about, you know, six teams playing in the Midlands, six teams playing in london six teams playing in the north northwest northeast it was never that was the least likely you know because what's the point if it's not all in one place they might as well be in their own stadiums and anyway hmm. but it's just interesting now to see what does happen from it there's more pressure coming on from the authorities and the powers that be that are l- ruling out all these little ideas
0: yeah, <clears throat> well, we know where these little ideas are coming from. We'll get to them later. Um, but Chris Brack says their uh, neutral venue was due to the amount of police still required to police it, but now it's seen fine if Premier League teams cover the bill. Just, just on in in a, I suppose if you try to look at a match day, Alex. Right. So, let's just say, like you've you've our next game is due to be Everton against Liverpool at Goodison Park, right? Yeah, and you know. If it's if the fixtures remain as they are and they just continue on, that's you know that that's a game that Merseyside Police would be looking to do. But let's just say, let's just say Liverpool win that game, okay? And City, if City, I think if City draw, Liverpool would only need a, a second win. Something like, I can't even remember the points.
2: If, if City uh, drew and we won, we would have won. I think.
0: Yeah, so City would have City have. See you have a game in hand on us and I think it was something yeah. like if they drop points in either of them games and we won a game. But just say for Eggman's sake, the next um home game at Anfield. So I think the next home game after that was due to be it,
1: Palace, um, was it? Palace, was it? Palace? Was
0: Palace? I think it might have been Palace, right? So let's just look at it from from let, let's try to look through the day. Okay. So let's just say B T have us on at five thirty on the Saturday to play Palace, right? Yeah. Okay, and I think that's where I felt sorry for a lot of people when this happened because they had picked Palace mm-hmm. and they were going to Palace. Um, I was in for the last day of the season. I've had to change flights and hotels to next year, basically. <laughs> um, but um, like uh, Liverpool, Chris there says yes, it would. He says there it would have been Palace and Anfield. So let's just have a look at the day, okay? As it goes, so we're on BT a half five. Um, in close
2: fan cam channel, by the way. The later kickoff, the worst, bigger headache for a fan cam
0: yeah well when we when we look at it, like if we're on BT half five so it's a closed stadium, you'll only have the teams, the management staff, medics um officials, blah 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 whatever it is, right, up to whatever amount of hundred people that can be in the ground at the time um to make it safe. Are we looking at a cordon going up within a mile of anfield? where police just literally close off every road around a mile of Anfield and say, right, nobody is beyond this, anybody mm-hmm. found. Um, around that cordon, um, gathering will be moved on. Is yeah. that what you envis- envisage, Alex? Because for me, for me, I think if they just come out and say, like, listen, we'll have a cordon, you will not be within a mile of the ground anyway, and if you're found to be there and you shouldn't be, you will be moved on, You, you know, whatever else.
2: Is that what you can see happening? Because I, I genuinely can see fans adhering to this. Oh, listen. <laughs> you know, there's definitely, there's no doubt going to be people trying to go there. You know, unfortunately, I probably know quite a lot of these people or be related to some of them. Um, but do you know what? It's so funny you say that because um, when we played the second leg at Madrid, uh, sorry, at Anfield against Madrid, I was there, and uh, like yourself, had a hotel booked, um, you know, trains and everything to to and from London. Um, and I remember speaking to Tony Copite, who's a big regular on the channel. And an hour before the game, he goes, "I think there was an announcement by WHO." He said, "Alex, it's a bit scary down there. You know, the atmosphere is a bit eerie. You, you know, he's still coming, and that you know, this virus is just killing loads of people." Lad. And then it wasn't until he said it, and he's a tough fucker, that I was like, actually, sh- morally, should this game be going ahead? Because at the time, uh, Madrid was the second highest outbreak city. Yeah, they had 3,000 fans come through John Lennon Airport or mm. via London on trains. And, I mean, I'm walking in, you know, the, 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 uh, the city centre before the game. You know, the Madrid fans are drinking, having the crack, which they should do. But I'm walking past them and I can't help but thinking like, is there not gonna be some sort of cordon or some sort of separation? The key example of this was when the uh trains were so, sorry, that not the trains, the uh, the buses were supposed to come in. And this is where we really rattle Athletic Madrid, get in the heads. They go onto the pitch one-nil down already because they've faced that fucking, you know, yeah. like what City got, basically. And that's our that was our thing. So we were there for about 45 minutes an hour, flares going off, not one sign of this bus. Uh, they actually diverted the direction of the bus coming past the fans for Atletico. Liverpool bus uh, didn't even come through that way either. So we had to, we were sent and cordoned background by the police. And then there's reports coming out after that, that, you know, doctors have said the reason that game was played is due to the, um, is thanks to, you know, rising cases of Corona in Liverpool was thanks to that game. Yeah. And I played over the night and got the train back to London the next day of loads of Madrid fans. So, mental. But to answer your question, yeah, there will probably be a cordon if you can't get in, if you haven't got a press pass. And, you know, it's it's a sad state of affairs, but there will still be people going there. Definitely.
0: Mm. Like Shani Lawson says, if we're going to be honest, it's a pending disaster and any gathering will give opposition fans a stick to beat us with. Keith, that's Mm -hmm. a massive point from Shawnee. Uh, it's oh, like yeah. he's inside me, brain. I wish I was good looking as Shawnee, but I'm not. No, but know. he's, he's, he's literally said what I was about to say next. Yeah. You know, we've had the mayor of Liverpool, um, come out and say, yeah, you know, in the last week that, oh, uh, fans will congregate. And what happens if you have thousands of them on the street of Liverpool win the league? Yeah. Do we need to give Liverpool fans more credit here, Keith. Yeah. You, you know, know a look, 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 like, like, yeah. I, I, as any Liverpool fan, right? we, of well, the three of us here, uh Shawnee, right, um, Kay Brennan, Chris Brack, Avo, Kieron Thorn, whoever, whoever's watching this at the moment, um, you know, as Liverpool fans at some stage over the last eight weeks, whatever I can't even remember what the last game was, about eight weeks ago, was it? Um somewhere around yeah, there,
2: right? The, the big game was the February the eleventh, I think it was. Well, is it that long ago? Yeah. Man. It's been two right. months.
0: Yeah. March the eleventh. My My difference. Difference. yeah Sorry, right. so, much. so 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 uh, during that time, all of us would have had an argument with could be with Liverpool fans, could, but more than likely with non Liverpool fans about you know oh well you know we wouldn't do that you know we were sticking to the rules what that and the other. It would be a massive stick to beat us with Keith if you know we went on and we 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 spoke about how safe it is for players to be on the ground playing football, how safe uh, the testing that will go on, the quarantine that will go on, you know, the constant testing, the policing, the whole lot, and then torn up in thousands in or around Anfield or the city of Liverpool at one stage. It would be a massive stick to beat us with, wouldn't it? Oh, 100%. And that's the worry
1: is that it will be, um, you know, look, a mob it takes one or two and then one or two join in and the next thing you know there's 750 people uh, 750,000 people on the streets celebrating this it's um I think it's going to take a bit of common sense the, the thing about Liverpool yeah, we always say this it's it's such a, a a different city to the rest of the UK and they know everyone knows we all know as Liverpool fans who are from Liverpool we all know that it will be used to beat us with and kick us um and I think people just need to try and be sensible about it can they I don't know Um, I I think a bit of common sense in under the circumstances I think yeah a bit of common sense yeah they won't do it but it is a worry Um, I'm pissed off with the the arguments from non-Liverpool fans you know they look for Every single thing, no matter from the start of this season, it's not even just the, the COVID-19. We've had the VAR. We've mm. had the, you know, the, apparently the Premier League want us to win the league because we're the darlings and they're fixing it. You know, all this show We've had the it all season. And this is just giving them another thing to do. And we've every every single thing, we've just batted away, swatted away, not a bother. Yep, yep, whatever. Mm. This one, if we do make a balls of it and congregate, it's it it will be a bad look, but we waited a long time for it. We waited a long well, time. The only thing I'm willing to sacrifice me celebration of this, I I'll just be happy to get the monkey off the back that were 30 years without a leg and say right, we'll go again when we're good to go again.
0: Hopefully it won't be our last leg, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, like like Alex, um, like Stephen O'Connor says, rival fans need any kind of excuse, no matter how small to troll us. They will use anything, even. Even if we all stick to the rules, and that's a fair point as well. But if I was to put this to you, Alex, right? um, We we know. Look, we're probably not going to see fans in the ground till sometime next year, right? So the thoughts of the thoughts of a parade for Liverpool, um, a civic reception um, at St George's Hall, or anything along them lines is out the window. Okay, Um, but I I genuinely take this right. If Liverpool win the league and they were able to, behind closed doors at Anfield or wherever it may, if they were able to go back to Anfield as a team with, with cameras on them, um, you know, celebrate, uh, make some speeches to an online stream, and everyone around the world can watch it, I'd absolutely take that. um, Because, you know, like Keith says, Alex, we've waited 30 years. As I've said before, I don't care if Jordan Henderson lives in a bus shelter somewhere. I don't care. Are you happy with that?
2: There's a part of me that thinks that's what technology will dictate, that they'll all wear GoPros and it'll be this 3D virtual fucking headset business. But then the old school part of me thinks let's just all wait until it's safe and then get everyone together and have a big celebration. And that could be, I don't know when it could be, but I'd rather wait and do that just so I can see it with my own eyes, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, what kind of luck is this, lads? I mean, what kind of luck is this? Genuinely. But it's just the way
0: it goes. It's just the way it goes. Like you know, we could have won a title last year, and we could be, we could be on course for another title this year. And go, well, we celebrated last year. We just have to take this. Yeah, the way I look, but the way I look at it is, honestly, the way I look at it is, I go. Let's just go and win it next year, yeah. and this time next year, everything will be fine. And hopefully, fingers crossed, everything will be fine. And we'll have another celebration. And we just celebrate twice twice as hard. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely, like, I, I know people that have literally changed hotels from... The weekend they were meant to be going this year to the weekend, the same weekend next year, and we'll book flights in accordance with that because yeah. the confidence. And you have to show a confidence in the uh, in the in the in the side as well, where you say, "Yeah, we're good enough. We go and do it again." Yeah. You just take it as it comes. It, it's it's extremely unfortunate for everybody associated with the club from from, mani- from owners right down right down to fans. But what can you do?
2: I'd love to know the actual numbers. What the chances of that actually happening were to, against us? Like oh, Pandemic wipes out a Liverpool title challenge. I'd actually love to hear what a bookmaker had that for.
0: Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, that, because yeah. you know, the, you know the usual, like, well, what who will win the title? Like, and Liverpool are odds on, and then, you know, fucking Dennis Taylor is that a hundred to one or something like that. Um, Colin Torley says we're coursed. We're not. We we're not course Carl. Relax, it's okay. <laughs> sorry. Um, but Colin's a look, Liverpool man. Yeah, uh, is, Carl is uh, very much a Liverpool man. He got himself a new toy today. Uh, um, we won't talk about it for tax reasons. Um, let me see, uh, Dean Simmons. Great point. Great point. The lack of celebration this year will drive the squad on for next. They will want that moment. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant point. And yeah. as as much as people say, you know, oh, like it's these players really should get the chance to celebrate, and they've worked so hard for it. A little bit like Kiev stuck in the Craw yeah. where yeah. and he went and he wanted them and he went to make it right the following season. Listen, they'll be they'll be title winners this season, but that might stick with them a little bit where they go, yeah. you know what, let's go and do it again. And, um, and probably not for themselves, probably for for the fans as much yeah, as, as it's themselves. It's a great point you
1: know. Gav actually it is it's, it's a motivation that that'll give them for next year because one of the biggest things I've said like City have been unbelievable for under Pep Guardiola they've been unbelievable and to get the two seasons that they've got they were going to hit the wall eventually and that's what happened this season they ran into a bleeding train that we are and just couldn't keep her up now does we've done two seasons like that ourselves you know last season we got 97 points and didn't win the league, we won the Champions League this year, we are breaking records and the worry then was maybe you know oh, there might be a let-up next year, I don't think there'll be a let-up next year, I think now I agree with you, that could be the thing that spores them on, to say right, we won the league, we deserve to win the league, make no mistake about it, make no bounds, there's no sort of asterisks or no question marks beside this league win, no matter what way it comes because we're 25 points clear, we're not 6 points ahead with Ten games to play how absolutely romping this league, so there's no worries about that, but it might be the 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 thing they need just to say, look, we won it last year, but we didn't get to celebrate we didn't get the open top bus without that would have surpassed the champions league open top bus we want that this year, and it might be the thing that just kicks them on again
0: yeah no it absolutely might be you know um but look it, it looks like, it looks like it's gonna be won um. And as we said from the start of the show, Liverpool will be champions, but and, we, and we've kind of said how we would like it to happen and stuff like that, how we how we may, logistically it will work. Uh, just Alex, just going on some of the arguments that we've come across right now, I don't want to turn this into oh, well, they said this and they said that, and, that, and I might turn into that at some stage, I might be the one okay. that do it, that does okay. it, but uh, but when you look at some of the stuff like, will it if if. Even if we win it behind closed doors, you're going to get people saying, Alex, you know, oh, but they didn't really win it properly because team A, B or C didn't have home advantage against them and anything can happen and stuff like that. Then you get people that if it's a a points per game team, well, you hadn't mathematically got a one and a computer generated the last 10 games. So, you know, um, an asterisk beside it and stuff like that. Would that bother you in any way? Because... I got quite attached to this asterisk. So I'm going to be honest with you, and the thought of losing it, um, it saddened me a little bit. And only for the reason is, I and I seen someone the other day say, "Listen, this asterisk isn't because he haven't won a property. This asterisk is because football gave up." And and uh, looking at government guidelines, it looks like they wanted to go ahead. The only thing that's really going to stop this now is Premier League clubs not wanting to put themselves in the firing line for ten more games. Would would you miss the asterisks if it goes, Alex?
2: I'm not asked about if there's an asterisk, a comma, a semicolon, or an exclamation mark. Just if our name says champions, this you know, you can even put the two O's um, above each other if you want, and stick the L. Listen, it doesn't matter. All we need is the champions title. Um, I mean, all I want to be able to say, and I've been waiting to say it, I mean, it's true anyway, but I've been waiting to say it just so it's factually true. That, yes, and someone said it in the comments earlier, how great is it to say? I was literally before this show, lads, in there with my missus, lying on the bed, going, not like that. I was oh, yeah. going,
0: "Yeah."
2: how great is it to say? Muse <laughs> yeah.
0: picked up there for a second. Hey,
2: <laughs> yeah, you didn't even let me fuck. <laughs> I was there. It's a genuine thing that happened. I was lying up and said, How great is it to say that we're the best team in England, Europe, and the world factually? Like, well, that's beyond my wildest dreams. Growing up in, in the 90s, we saw limited success, and then pretty much I've seen nothing in terms of a league title. I'm 26, yeah, and um. I always said this, this would be the best day of my life the day we became champions. And it still will be, but just in a different way.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is sort of robbing us of, of our, our day out, you know, like you're 26, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit older than that, as is Gav. But none of us have had, like, I'm I'm nearly 40 and I was only a kid the last time we won the league. So I haven't had that. Do you know what I mean? Gav hasn't yeah. had that. You yeah, haven't had that. It's
2: when like, he you Exactly. It's like when I was I was uh, eleven when we won in Istanbul. Brilliant, but couldn't have a drink, couldn't enjoy it. And then you know Kiev comes around, and then Madrid, and then I yeah I feel like I got my my day out for that as well. Yeah,
1: but but this is the one we've waited for. This is the one. This is the oh, one yeah. we get beat with. The stick they beat us with, and that's the reason why I couldn't give two shits how we win this because it takes away a lot of the ammunition that all these wankers had to us you know what I mean, Like, oh, he's never won a Premier League how many years since he's won the league, look, we don't care how we get it, as Gav said, I don't care if Jordan Henderson has to lift it up in a phone box, couldn't care less, I do for the players and I do for Hendo but ultimately I'm selfish when it comes to this, I'll just be going uh, to any of my mates, United mates, any of fra- friends that like to say, I oh, just didn't really win it, listen, I have no qualms yeah, but okay. not, couldn't care
2: the thing is, Keith. If you know about football and there's fans from every team, if you know about football and you're not stupid, you know that Liverpool have romped the league. It's only the people that are jealous they are ever going to say because people know it's obvious. I think people. I think it's the people that I think
0: it's the people that dread us winning the most.
2: Yeah, that's it. That's and it. if yeah. if
0: if you look at if you look at like, listen, I know fans of a lot of clubs and I speak to them on a daily basis and the majority have said to me listen liverpool are champions it's as simple as that you know 82 points out of a possible 87 80, 87 um <laughs> you know it's 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 scandalous it's scandalous and then and then no, he like and then and, and then and then one one you know your fan turned around and said Do you know what the funniest thing to him is if they play it behind closed doors and liverpool win it okay which they will Fine, but he said if they do it on a points per game and Liverpool are ranked as the highest points ever in the Premier League with one hundred and seven because a computer generated it, he said I would love United to have that. He said because I just dine out on that all day. He said and all I'd have to do is put one hundred and seven up on square, <laughs> or, or up on anywhere and just leave it there, just leave it there, one hundred and seven and just keep yeah. doing it, and That's you will it. you will trigger so many people. Yeah. It's, it's it's the desperation from the most desperate. Is where exactly. you're getting it from And I include bit. media in that Because I've said it for a long time And people laughed at me And they probably still are But I've said it for a long time There's a certain section of the media That are a certain age And Liverpool ruined their childhood Alright yeah, And they, they 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 literally lived through a childhood Where Liverpool dominated And the hatred became of them Matt you know Letizia what? is Matt Latissier is one of them Um yeah.
2: Definitely, Do you Ma, know well, Leticia.
0: Leticia is one, but but the thing is, if you watch that certain section of the media, that you can pick out quite easily, these are the ones coming out with these stories of oh null and void, and the next I'm, excuse rolls on I'm all the time.
2: Jordan. It's there's I'm loads Jordan. of them. Perfect example. Yeah. It's funny because my um, my girlfriend's dad, he's a uh, he's a Forest fan. He's from Knox and he kind of used to knock around and with the kind not the hooligans, but he did go to the games and stuff, but. He was there when Clough, you know, won uh, the the European Cup for them twice. And he, even now, him, when I speak to him about Liverpool, he can't, with his like eyes looking at me, admit that we're a great team because he's got this, you know, you know, this song we hate Nottingham Forest. Yeah, Whenever yeah. I see him, I sing that um, because we were so close. And obviously, they had their their few years with Cloughy, but I think even he, I mean, he's about fifty. Even he's got he still hates Liverpool deep down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love seeing them as well.
0: But it is—it is the most desperate people, and they're always light up on any chance of, oh well, what if this happens or maybe that happens, and and it's not about. This is not about. Although it should be, it's not about a pandemic. It's not about lives lot. Like, this is about finding a way to stop Liverpool being champions. And anyone that thinks different is mad, in my yeah. opinion. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I've
1: seen on Twitter today, like I've seen Man City fans who would be quite. Quite reasonable fans clinging on to it. yeah, but haven't mathematically won it. We've lost two games in two years. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Okay,
2: so I have Started both of those games, by the way. <laughs> I leave Eggsy <Dixie laughs> alone. he's alright oh. <laughs> he Alex is not a fan. Medal.
0: He's not, he he not a
1: fan of winners' medal. A World Cup runner-up. You know, ask <laughs> Eggsy and he'll tell you he's the best
0: player he's, in the world. He's, he's, te- he's, he's, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> but look <laughs> before before we get to the random he's stuff. A good and
2: I, defenders isn't he?
0: And uh, before we get on to um, before we get into uh, random questions, I want I'm going to talk to Alex about uh, the cop TV as well. We also have um the questions uh, that we ask our guests and it will come to you now in, in a minute. I'll explain mm-hmm. it all, Alex. But um, let's look at this bottom six. Now, I have two questions. Right. I want to start with you, Keith. Right. I'll ask I'll actually ask this question first. The talk going around now is that and the talk it's just another make makey up team because why not? Um the talk is that Liverpool can win two max games. Um it could be one and end up with eight league games that are dead rubbers, uh, behind closed doors in a season that's been extended and they're looking to probably start the season late August the next season. The talk is Liverpool could win one or two games and then play the Youngsters for the rest of the season, and does clubs giving out about this because it could affect their season again, you know, i.e., relegation or European places and stuff like that. Where do you stand on that? A, do you think it would happen? And B, if it was to happen, what wait, it's no one's business, is it? You name a squad for a reason, business. and to be honest,
1: that happens every year, no matter what. When teams are going in Champions League semi finals or the Champions League final, we done it in 05 when Rafa was resting players, it can impact on relegated teams. Couldn't give two fucks. You should be allowed to pick your own team. It was an issue I always had. I think Mick McCarthy got a fine for the Wolves and um, were playing United and he rested all his team yeah. because he had a, another a, a six pointer coming up after that. He got hopped off at old Trafford and then won their game the next week. So it sort of justified what he was doing. Yeah, you, you have a squad of whatever, you pick who you want. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, uh, but in saying that, I don't think Klopp is, is, not that he's not great at using a squad. There's been numerous games where I thought, right, he'll rest a few of the big guys here and give someone else a run, and he hasn't, he's played and played. So I wouldn't be surprised if he just played Mane, played Salah, played them all. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, medals, I don't You're looking at maybe Curtis Jones getting five league games. You're looking at mm. uh, maybe Harvey Elliott getting a run. You know, you might do that. You might say, right, there you go, yeah. lads.
2: Yeah. but against yeah. that, against
0: that, right? Against that, and, and the first thing I thought was he might rotate a little bit, and everyone's done it. Bear, yeah. I think Arsenal who are looking to win the league um, and go unbeaten, right? Yeah. But if you look at the United sides so of won Chelsea, that have won game leagues early, and they've all brought a mix of players in. But the only thing I would say is that you can't leave them off too long. Because then they've already had a big break. They're they're probably going to try use this as getting back to full fitness, if you know what I mean. And then there's a small break from, you know, if this finishes arguably by the last week in July, you're probably looking at four weeks before the season starts again. So you can't be just going around going, lads, play two games and, you know, that'll be the middle of June and piss off for another two months. It just doesn't work like that. You know, um, Alex, you can pick whatever team he wants, can't he? That's why they're all Liverpool players. And the funny thing is, just, just, just to caveat that, right? If, if Liverpool were in a transfer or, or in, a, in a bit of an injury crisis and played these lads, people would say, well, you have to play them, that's your squad, that's what you went in with. And, you know, um, it's up to you to have the depth. So there's no real argument here, is there?
2: Yeah, 100% you can do what you want. But I'm of the argument that's like the top players, at least are starting 11, not one of them are going to want to miss one minute. Why would you want to miss any time right now? Like these, the starting 11 for us, they can go on and break records upon records upon records. Let's say, for instance, we get 100 points with two games to spare. We've got 101 points, two games to spare. That's when you can start to go, right, we've broken every rec- record. It's physically yeah. impossible to break any more. Let's get Harvey Elliott, you go up front and Firmino for, for the first half. And then if allowing us to have more subs as well. We go, right, Curtis Jones, you anchor the midfield instead of Fabinho today. Uh, You know, and then we can start doing the changes. But let's, let's still be relentless because let's not forget before this break, we were relentless. So let's just carry on. Get every record we can possibly get, break the goal scoring records, do whatever we can. And then when that's in the bag, you get your lads, uh, you know, your kids. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try Ad Hub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. On, on the pit, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, that, that's it. There should be no issues with that. No, you think Virgil's going to, after six games, go, oh, I'm a yeah. bit tired now, you know. Fuck oh, no, he's going to want to push every single minute. Yeah. They're, I bet they're itching to play, man.
0: Yeah, they absolutely are. Listen, moving on to um the bottom six now, there's a lot come out over Brighton, West Ham. Norwich have been very quiet, Wofford. but West Ham and, and Brighton have come up with, you know, we've they've 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 had I think Brighton have had a player that has positive the day before yeah. yesterday. Um who was the player?
2: Well, I don't know the
1: player. I didn't hear it. Probably an under seventeen player. No, so yeah, but
0: okay. So so no, no nobody knows what player has tested positive, okay? Um, you have that. Then you have West Ham that wanted a null and void it, apparently. Then they didn't want relegation. They didn't want neutral ground. They, they, they're they against everything that comes yeah. up. Yeah. Um, the only thing that has scuppered them in all this is basically the government and the guidelines that are in place are going to just basically shut down any opinion they have. If the guidelines are there to go to walk, or you can create a a safe atmosphere and a safe walking environment, it's okay. A little bit like if you walked in a shop, or you walked in a supermarket. Like, I go to supermarket every week for a big shop. I love me big shop. It's a big thing for me going down getting the weekly shop, and I love
2: it. uh, Just quickly, what? Which
0: shop do you go to? Oh, well, I go to a, a shop called Dun Stores. It's not in the UK. Um, a, a little bit like an Asda or one of those. Oh, um, I've been to dance Stores
2: before.
0: Yeah, so, it you know, I go down there and I see people are social distancing, people. And these are people in work. Now, it's not the same as, as being in a football ground and a contact sport. I get all that. But the amount of testing that the Premier League and the, the clubs will do will far outweigh what... Your local exactly. supermarket with you, yeah. okay? Um, So it's just it's gone on and on and on. Um Like it's it's like Danny Emery says, West Ham are against football. I have a feeling here that West Ham have being told if this doesn't go ahead, they're going yeah. to do a weighted p- points per game, and they're going to go down. This is why the shouting yeah, that is going puts on them about down. weighted yeah. points per game. Puts them down. Yeah. But having said <laughs> that, having said that. If they ha- if they do know this, West Ham should want to play this football. Exactly. Okay. Thanks. Where Keith? Where do you think they're going with this? Because for me, like, don't don't put it up in the air and leave it to you know a computer to do it. Don't put it up in the air and leave it to men in suits somewhere to do it. Go out yeah. on the pitch and show them that you can play show them that you can survive in the Premier League. I also have a feeling, Keith, that they're weighing up the loss of T V money yeah. against the the, the the parachute payments. And what I mean by that is if they're looking at it going, well we don't play, we'd lose X amount. Right? Yeah. But we'll stay up. Okay? Um if relegation isn't is, is if that relegation bullshit had 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 got any credence to it. And then they look and go, because if we don't play and we go down the parachute payments, you know will probably be reduced because of the money that's being lost what's the thinking behind this key because I I can't understand why all these aren't clubs aren't working their absolute best to get on the football pitch and just play this out and go yeah we're done
1: yeah it's a weird one like because you know Watford came out and were saying you know what oh, it's not safe blah blah they should be looking to play because they were the team with momentum that were down dead and buried and were getting points with right? the barrels. They were, they were on a good run and had a chance of climbing the table. You had teams like Bournemouth and Brighton, West Ham as well, that were sinking like a stone. So you can understand, you know, if they were staying out of... what was What's the bottom three as is? It's Norwich, Watford and Villa, is it? Yeah. Like, so Brighton, Bournemouth and West Ham were looking to, I don't know, just get this, you know, we don't want to play it. Because they were all sinking. I don't know what they're thinking is because there's no, everything, it changes all the time. You know, when one thing gets taken off the table, they're putting another thing on the table. You know, it's a, uh, oh, we don't want to play. It's it's not safe for the players. Oh, but we'll play if relegation is off the table. Well, if relegation off the table, it's still not safe for the players. So what's the point? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's every argument they have is, is sort of a counter argument to a previous argument they've, they've made. It does nothing. It's just like that. Every day they're just looking for, you know, oh we want neutral or oh, we don't want neutral venues because then we're losing home advantage, but you're not gonna have a crowd there. And mm. if you're in a relegation scrap, you don't have a crowd. What's like what what's your advantage? Be you get are yeah, used it's... to the bleeding stadium and the the dress, the dressing room, that's
0: it. Yeah, like 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 Ray Dickinson says there, um West Ham have banged the Null void Voidrum since day oh, one.
1: Yeah.
0: But, but now you have like Alex, now you have the championship, right, so the championship have turned around and said, um you know it's if basically if three teams don't go from the championship um they will take legal action right and then you had uh, some Premier League club saying, well look uh if if the championship doesn't complete its season we won't ac- we won't um basically they won't accept relegation if the championship doesn't finish right so it's all going off now um like it's it, it's alex to me it's it's actually a little bit confusing and i'm quite good at walking these things out and sitting down but but the different angles they're coming from make very little sense to me in a football sense in a financial sense they make very little sense to me yeah. why would why would a team down there basically in a points per game thing right off their season and lose, a, and lose a shitload of money at the same time, yeah. let's be honest, rather than going out and saying, listen, we're going to lose that money from attendances regardless. we So we're just going to have to take that hit and play because they are going to lose TV money. The sponsors could turn around and say, there's so many caveats to this. Can you see what the reasoning is?
2: Well, sponsors could look at it and say, there's going to be even more eyes on this now, so let's pump more into it. But I think going back to your point about teams in the bottom, it's almost like giving up, basically. Imagine if you said that to the, the teams that have done the most incredible last day escapes. Like, mm. you know, it, it, that that's where it does start mm. to... But then again, we're, we're Liverpool fans. We're looking at it from from up here. Down there, I mean, ev- this is the thing. Like, you were saying championship clubs are arguing with Premier League about relegation. No one, we're, we're never all going to agree, are we? Mm. No
1: but they're <laughs> arguing over the most ridiculous things like relegation. They, the relegation and promotion, it should be a given. Like, why really, do you even argue
2: about it? But
1: that's what they're looking, they're looking for everything. They'll be giving out but, about the weight of the footballs when it does come back and all and the shape of the corner flags. You know, they will literally moan about everything yeah, to try and get it cancelled. Of
2: course, but, you know, I think that comment summed it up really. Uh, West Ham, they've been banging that drum since the day one. I mean they've actually got their abacuses out, haven't they? And thought, right, well if they do it this way, we're fucked. If we do it this way, we're fucked. If we do it this way, we're fucked. Right, uh, we better kick up a storm and try and get this null and because 'cause we're fucked either way here. So <laughs> so is
0: the is is the argument then, Keith, right? Is that if the government turned around and they have done and said there's no sport until June the fourth, but that's not saying that we'll not be sport, right? Apparently they're giving the go ahead for games behind closed doors, which yeah. they are, I think they are, right? Has, uh, but, yeah, yeah, but but not before the 4th of June, right? Um, they are going to have a, you know, th- they're going to play the games. They're going to do this. Do the bottom six then turn around and go, we don't feel it's safe. Is that the route they're going to go back down now?
1: Mm. Well, yeah, I think it is. Like, I think you're going to, and look, I don't mean to cast any sort of aspersions on, on players faking the COVID-19. That's not what, we're, not what I'm getting at. But a lot of the, you'll hear player the team's moaning about the safety of the players, it, it's a valid concern in one way, but they're going to be tested regularly. Like, you know, if if nobody has COVID-19, then they're unlikely to catch COVID-19 playing a game. They're in the safest environment, but they're going to be worried about... um the safety of the players but they you will already hear a brilliant player gets COVID-19 I joke that it's a 17 year old I don't know who it is but you know it, in Germany it's the same Dynamo Dresden have players that they're in the relegation zone in the second division or something they've got a lot of players now with the coronavirus and there's a few question marks about that you'll hear the teams moaning about it and coming up with any excuse they can and it is very cynical of me but I think you'll hear a lot of the lot of the bottom six, and it is the bottom six. It's these clowns that are down there that are the ones making all the noise. Mm-hmm. And it's well known that they broke away into a gang of six. It's getting you know, you'll hear um, Scott Duxbury, the Watford CEO, saying you know all those awesome five of that team. So they obviously know those five six teams that are mm-hmm. that are up. You know who the six teams are, and you'll just hear more moaning and more. Obstacles being put up by them, you know, or oh, such mm. and such has this, such and such has it. I taking it all with a pinch of salt. I think play the games if it's not safe to do so, don't play the games. It's as simple mm. as that. It's a but, but it's safe, don't play it. But just get a house in order and get the get get the games played, and then see where they are from there.
0: Mm. And like, not to labour on this too much, right? But I have to ask, right? So. Alex, like, we, we we look at this, right, and we've seen the whole, we don't want relegation on it, we don't want to play in neutral venues. The talk of pulling relegation is mad, right? Um, now, having said that, France, um, Holland's jumped way too early. France are probably thinking we've done the same. Spain are looking to come back. Germany are back in a couple of days, which is great. Um, you know, football-wise, and it's great. Uh, and, and England will probably, like, Following Germany's footsteps as a as a you know a blueprint as to what what they're going to do. But why didn't the clubs just stick to the safety thing? Because obviously now the safety thing is not an issue. Because and and they're going to need to take clubs are going to need to take some responsibility here and include Liverpool in that. They're going to have to take responsibility in. Yes, we have a list of. For argument's sake, a hundred people in the club that will need to be at Anfield on a match day. We have uh, this testing in place. We have this quarantine in place. We have these um, provisions in place around Melwood and the ground and stuff. And we take full responsibility for that. Okay. Yeah. Why, Alex? Why haven't they just stuck to the health thing? Why have they gone relegation? Why have they gone? You know, the championship. Why have they gone? All sorts of stuff. Why didn't they just stick to the safety thing?
2: Do you mean why didn't they
0: just agree? That just no, no. Just just come out and say we don't feel it safe and stick to that. Don't oh, right, right, don't right, right, don't right. gang up with six clubs. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, go right. on about relegation. Oh, yeah. Don't go on about neutral grounds. Yeah. Listen, they should. Have, why didn't they turn around and go? We don't care about any of that. We don't feel it safe because they've yeah. hopped this. They've hopped various balls over the last couple of weeks, and yeah. the balls have now dropped, and they've one ball left in the hand, which is safety, which is now like, through uh, government through government guidelines. It's actually all right.
2: It's a bit like the boy who cried wolf, isn't it? Mm. And then now it's like, you know, they're saying, all oh, right, well, we don't feel safe. And yeah. it's like, well, why didn't you say that when you were, you, you know, you were playing, it. It was safe, you know, a couple yeah. of weeks ago? So make your mind up. Yeah. I mean, it's one of them where if someone, you know, if enough noise is made, potentially what, the Brighton just say, we don't want to play anymore and the league carries on with 19 teams. I, I don't fucking know.
0: It's i, bit, I is he?
2: don't know like how how is it one team can leave or does it have to be two that have to go out to make even numbers or mm. i've got no idea i have absolutely no idea but it's it's a card that unfortunately if it does get enough noise behind it people are gonna go well actually are we doing the right thing here
0: are they are they looking keith are they are, they, are these teams looking at um Behind it the all, they're looking at the championship and wondering, can these finish this league? Because, you know, th- th- there's plenty of small enough sides in the championship that are struggling financially, anyway. And there's plenty of sides in the championship that have heaped a lot of money on getting into the Premier League. The mm. likes of a Fulham, Leeds, yeah. West Brom, you know, um, Middlesbrough Forest have owners, I think, that have pumped a lot of money Derby, in and stuff like a that. Yeah, but have the, 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 they've... Have they've Elf, Hawaii, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: Philly, they've... Philly,
0: Yeah, they've put a lot of eggs in the Premier League basket, okay. Uh, Could the bottom six be looking at it going, well, do you know what? Um, They mightn't get to play out that season because they haven't got, the. they they just can't afford to play out the season behind closed doors. So they might as well just call a quits on it. And they're positioning themselves by saying, well, if they don't finish out, how can they p- be promoted and we finish out and com- and be relegated? Two different scenarios in two divisions that affect each other. Is- are you looking at it like that? It's 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 actually mind blowing to think what these are. That is seems to be yeah, they
1: do seem to be going down the, the championship route at the moment. But the way i look at that is right, the championship is um is it's it's a good league, you know, compared to a lot of the European leagues even the standard in the championship is is quite good. But if the championship has to be ended on a P points per game, well then so be it. Do you know what I mean? The Premier League has to do it because there's sort of TV money is so big. There's there's big money in the championship as well, relative. But if they have to just go and say, right, we can't finish out the season, we're going to finish it on a points per game. There will be issues with that. There will be uh, lawsuits here, there and everywhere. But... They'll come to it like it'll be less of an issue, I think, getting that sorted. You know, they well, they'll want to play it out as much as possible. I think that the EFL will come to an agreement that right, where we'll try and play it, but ultimately if we can't play it, we're gonna call the positions or we'll do a points per game and wherever the, the balls land, the balls land. Leeds, West Brom. There won't be a playoff, maybe the tour place team might go up. It'll kick up a fuss then with other teams. I don't know. But I think the bottom six are looking at that now as really the way it's it, hold forward. Let's just see what these do. And if these mm. make a ball with them are throwing a lifeline, if they I'd, can't promote teams, then we certainly won't be played. I'd that say
0: problem. that I'd I'd say they're probably looking beyond the championship because the EFL are responsible of course for Carlser League One and League Two, who'll be in a much dire situation than the championship yeah, course again, because of the lack of tea- that- what? what, 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 what? call that what points per game. There's no, yeah, they, they be might, they, they they might do, they might do, right? But then you could have League One and League Two clubs saying, "Well, hold on, you've called us on a points per game, and we've missed out on promotion, or we've been relegated. Yeah. Yet you're letting the Championship play behind closed doors. Why can't you do it for us? Although the, the the financial implications are mad. Like the EFL should be really handing out the prize money, um, you know, on a ratio basis." Um, now the clubs to keep them ticking over until the summer. And everyone's going to have to take a hit in the summer. That's just the way it goes. But, you know, the EFL have a problem in that they've three divisions to look after. And, I, you know, you might have a problem if they prioritise a championship um, ahead of a League 1 and League 2. Although it is the higher division, it's still under the same umbrella. And that's where you might have an issue. Um, Look, we're going to go on to... Brilliant chat, by the way. Thanks for being to both of you this has been deadly. Um we're going to go on to random questions. So if you have any, throw them in and I'll keep track as I can. We're going it's we've done fifty five minutes already, but look, we'll do another ten or so, right? Um so if you have any random questions, uh be good with them. We want good ones. Send them in, right? Um if you can stay away from, you know, uh would you rather have fucking point glasses for ears or I don't know. stay away from that. Uh give us give us some good stuff, right? So Alex I have over to you for a second, right? So first things first, um I I wanna know about the COP TV and then I'm gonna ask you the question that all guests get asked. Uh so first thing, the COP TV, I know it's strange times. I know I know the, the basis of you know uh what you what you're doing and what you're looking to do, but just tell people about it. Where do you can find you, what it's about, what a match day is about, what the week leading up to games is about.
2: Go. Yeah man, so um I I'm a presenter. Uh, and I suppose the Cop TV, of course, it is my baby and I love it. But it's probably only about 20% of what I actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a voiceover artist as well. Um, and I basically create content for the likes of, you know, I did a football series with Grime Daily and I've got a live chat show with three, three network and done, I'm in the sneaker world, I'm in the boxing world. But the Cop TV is is my dream job. So in amongst presenting for like the last five, six years, uh, I was working at every fucking job you can imagine, man, just to really fund the the, the passion. that studied it at uni. Uh, and then I was working at an influencer agency for three years. Long story short, my mate having a cig outside goes, Alex, you're never going to be a full-time presenter whilst you're working here. So I had this eureka moment. I handed my notice in the next day, left on that Friday after i been there for three years. And on the Monday, this opportunity came up about the COP TV um through a you know a, a business contact who um has connections with uh, quite a lot of other fan channels he's got experience um with them so yeah they they said well they said would you be up for hosting a liverpool fan channel and when when that word gets mentioned and then you know you, you sort your salary out and they pay for match tickets and flights and trains and in hotels and food and drink it's unbelievable so for me to even have this job in the first place, I have to say, is unbelievable. And I'm so grateful for it. Um, so, you know, with Liverpool, like um, my mum sold programs on the COP in, in the 70s. And when I was a kid, I remember her saying to me, the, and I, I mean, I, I, I watched the highlights of this game more than any other game. It was the St Etienne 77 game that she remembers selling programs for in the COP. So she would finish uh, selling hot dogs and programmes, and then go to the stand. And she came out and she saw David Fairclough's goal. And forever, I mean, all my family from Liverpool—it's always Liverpool. And then to actually have this this job at the Cop TV is unbelievable. So a match day, um, let's say, for instance, like uh, you know, we played Madrid away in the Champions League, very early flight. Get out to Madrid. Uh, I'm. I lived in Spain for a bit, so I can speak fluent Spanish. So I did a report outside the stadium, in both English and Spanish. And then I like to, um, you know, I went back into town after that and had a drink with uh, a cousins uh, who were at the game. And then once the game is on, when I'm watching it, I've always got an eye on the clock because around 75 minutes, I'd always start getting a bit anxious about. Right, I've got to leave and beat the crowd and be set up ready to interview the fans when they come out. So at Anfield, I remember for for the Atletico game, when it went into extra time, uh, I was looking at the rain. It was absolutely pissing it down. So I'm quite glad it did go into extra time, actually, because when we came out, it stopped raining. But I normally look at the clock at about 85 minutes and then head outside. The cameraman's already set up. Um, but then through the week, you know, we film, we've got a studio in London, so we film match previews and lineup predictions. And we're about to host a new show um, on there as well, which I, I'm going to announce later on in the week. But there's so many plans for it. Like, oh, I don't want it just to be a fan cam, you know, I want it to be a whole thing where we involve Reds from all around the world in different supporters' groups and we go and document the match day experience of the official supporters' club in Senegal. Manet's village and then we go to New York and look at their experience so I want to make it more like um, like a hub for Liverpool not just fans but you know um, yeah basically fans around the world and that's the long term goal but to be honest like I was, I was living the craziest dream of this job you know I joined we started the channel in January Curtis Jones scores that winner against Everton at Anfield it's a beautiful start you know, what a time to have this. I mean, I got this made to, to do the fan cam interviews with and I haven't been able to use it yet. And then it all kind of goes away and I think, oh my God, what's happened? Like, I've joined and, and I've done a good thing because we're about to win the league, but now is it my fault? You start thinking... And they were jinx, Alex. Yeah, that's what, I'm this, this what you start thinking about. But hmm. no, generally, like, even to be on this podcast, to, to really connect with the Liverpool family of, of people online, and the Irish as well, lads, I've got to say, like, Every single match at Anfield, I think I probably speak to about 10 people. I'd say four Scouts, three Irish, and then a couple of, um, you know, I had guys from Australia, Romania, everywhere. We speak to everyone. But the Irish have got such a strong, uh, I've got such a big love for them when they come and speak to me after because they're always up for the chat, always. And they love Yeah, us.
0: but you should meet us in person. You won't like us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but now, look it's it's yeah. obviously a, it's obviously a new thing you've taken on. Um, it's the timing, although at the time seemed brilliant, it's being scuppered a little bit. But I'm sure. Um, yeah. I'm it'll sure, look, back. I'm sure it'll be, yeah, it'll absolutely be back. And you'll be back, um, talking about the champions of England, uh, the champions of Europe and the champions of the world. Um, and of course, listen, I'll say it on, I'll say it on, on video now. Anybody that wants to follow Alex, um, go to at the cop TV one on Thank Twitter. You, yeah. Um, you can get them, uh, the cop TV on Instagram. You can get, you get them wherever you want, you need to get them, yeah. go and get them, support them. Okay. Um, He's doing, some, he's doing some good work. Walk. He's walking hard for you. We're just, about
2: to, we're just about to drop a video on Thursday. It's a new series called Top 5. So this uh, today I filmed a video about half an hour. Top 5 LFC Academy players either playing for Liverpool or somehow still connected to Liverpool okay. within the last 10 years. So that's, that's a good one to look out for on Thursday.
0: Cool, people are well, look, looking for content at the moment, so yeah. And so listen, can't con- listen, trust me, content is hard.
2: We've so, done TV, I, we've done Dream 11s, we've done moments of the season so far. Oh, we've
0: we've had absolute carnage on this, um, and trying to do World 11s and sticking mad reels in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Grizz got very upset, Um, Grizz got very upset, but that made it all water, in my opinion. But, um <laughs> I love Grizz. People think I don't. I absolutely love. Um, He's my favorite, one of my favorite person people in the whole world. But um, look, as I said, the the cop TV. Go and check it out. Uh, Follow it. You know, you can get them Instagram all over the place. Once you find them somewhere um, on any social kind of network, you'll find them wherever you want. It's a bit like us. Type LFC day trippers in, and um, everywhere.
2: That the cop TV. No one had ever taken that before. Were you?
0: It was available yeah, yeah. Well, that's it that's it as
2: well it. instagram that's... handle first time bang i'm in Let's...
0: yeah <laughs> yeah probably somebody tried it before and just got fed up and gave the account yeah. back yeah. but uh listen alex from us to you if there's anything you ever need a hand with or every like, anything so much, you need so you can absolutely let us know at any stage and we'll yeah. do our best for you now random questions keith what's your favorite type of donor Oh, I'm a donut aficionado. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're an air hold on, you're an air fryer aficionado, right? Yeah. Um and, cabbage, and cabbage cabbage water. You love cabbage yeah. water. Um and now it's donuts as well. Is there anything yeah. you're not an aficionado I I'd say you've loads of... not a donut
1: aficionado
0: <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> I'd say you've like a room in the house with all your plaques on it. The aficionado wall. Yeah, like
1: Homer Simpson, you know. Yeah. I've never met a donut I don't like. Um, yeah. Now, but you know what? I, I'm after that bigging myself up there, and I'm gonna say my favorite donut is just like a jam with sugar on it.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I did mean? Do you ever try that thing where um you you try to eat a jam donut with with sugar <laughs> without licking your lips. lips? Yeah. Yeah. It's not hard to do, man. Not happening. Hard to do. It's um it's I'm not
1: into. I think they're going a bit too mad now. Um, fucking unicorn horns and all on donuts. You yeah. know what I mean? And oh, at yeah. the end of the day, it's just a donut. It's just a uh, donut. Yeah. Though, mate. Come on, oh yeah, no, I eat them all. That's the thing. Well, like in wine well, well, no ones and all cream. that, chocolate.
2: but they're the ones. you yeah. not really
1: into chocolate. That's so you're thing, just
0: mate. going. So as an aficionado of donuts, yeah, you are having a fucking sugar. jam donut with a bit of sugar on it. Mate, <laughs> 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 unbelievable. Uh, Alex, because what's your favourite?
1: You
0: <laughs> that's yeah all right fair enough fair enough but it's a bit like your favorite bread chocolate being a dairy milk I like you know? yes. donuts
2: as well. it's like you know in max and paddy when um max says to paddy no paddy says to max what's your dream meal you can have anything you want and he says oh can i have Angel delight as well He's yeah. have anything you want like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <You're better laughs> yeah. yeah. what's what, um...
1: traveled around the donut scene and i always come back
0: to the
2: <laughs> is there a world. scene
0: Okay, Alex, uh, favourite type of donut?
2: Type of donut is... I mean, oh,
0: like, well, yeah, like just what are you have on that your that fucking donut?
2: Like, the one that you can put your finger through, right? Yeah. yeah ring donut. Right, so a ring donut is my favourite type and my favourite flavour... That's what I said without the fucking jam. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I mean the, the costume you know the traditional Homer Simpson donut where it's just yeah chocolate with that's that for me is the best one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh let me see. I told people not to do um stuff like would you rather point glasses for ears? And Dylan said this. It's like you see my question. I was halfway through tight <laughs> uh point glasses.
1: Uh, <laughs> in your
0: mind, in your mind. Um let me see uh, random question from Chris. He says, "What was your favorite LFC kit as a child?" His was the nineteen ninety four gold away short. Alex, I let you go first.
2: I mean, that was the year I was born, so I can't count that. But what I will count is what I, in my head, count as the first era of success that I witnessed as a Liverpool fan, and that was uh, the O one. I think the O, the two thousand. It was the same kit from two thousand to two thousand and one. Was it? That's
1: probably uh, every sorry. ten years. The two, years, two years ago home kids for two years
2: yeah yeah so that was my f- and and it was the one that we beat Alaves in the final with that one yeah.
1: okay yeah. cool um Keith. um i would always had back to the eighty seven eighty eight sort of the crown paints the mm-hmm. the red and the silver and there was a white one you know what I mean they were the ones and tonight I'm wearing the jersey that Grizz wore on his the year he got on his communion married um, and the bastard robbed me in a. Oh, he absolutely we had screwed go. you over.
0: We have a screw you over.
1: Vote, right, for. We don't have teams for them. Um, what was it even for? Car- it was a I- challenge. Cardagat it- challenge. we it- evil rules. behind, right? Miles <laughs> behind. And then the people start getting on board. I got into the lead and Grizz puts out a tweet. Uh, vote for me team and I'll drop some wearing our nails. And he absolutely romped the last hour of the bleeding vote. Absolutely yeah. plundered we Got about seventy-five percent of the blade involved. We still haven't heard no. his burn on him either. So.
0: Um he said uh own says, lads, have you pitched the air frying TV show to RT yet? No, my air fryer's arriving on Thursday and then I'm gonna lash a cake into it. I'm gonna turn her on and I'm gonna leave her for an hour and see what comes out and there's jam donuts. <laughs> you see I'm someone
1: kidding. saying there about the yellow crown paint away. The, yes. the crown paint's so. a whopper.
0: Yeah, my, my favourite I I love the eighty seven, eighty eight in around that time as well, but I have to say I loved ninety five, ninety six, the green and white four squares. It was yeah. Um right, the two buildings don't forget is Danny Emery. So here's the question for Alex. And the one everyone gets asked, is it? Everyone gets asked this. Um so here's the question, here's the conundrum. So fifty stories up, you're fifty stories up on a building, a flat roofed building, okay? There's another 50 story building beside you, which is also flat roofed. Okay. I want to know, okay, if you ran and jumped from building A to building B, Fuck me. what's the maximum distance between the two buildings you feel you could jump? Fuck me. That is now, not- I will tell you, we'll give you a slight incline. So you got our or decline. Is it decline? It is. It uh, run, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you a slight downhill runner. So you can get a bit of speed up, and we also give you 11 miles an hour wind helping.
2: Oh, thanks. No problem. <laughs> I. By the way, I mean we've not actually met, but I'm six foot three and a half, so I'm quite a big lad. Um, yeah.
0: So are you going for? Are you going for like eight nine meters then?
2: Hang on, no Wait there a minute. Fuck <laughs> me. Right. So why first of all, what am I, Why am I on this building? That's that's the first. Because
0: part. we've decided to put you on it.
2: Yeah. You're right against my will or accidental or, is that or?
0: Uh, so basically you're on this building right, right. and I don't whatever know is.
2: whatever where,
0: reason where, you whatever reason want. you want I just want Only you to jump to I just want, I just want you to jump from this building to that building and I want to know what you feel the maximum distance between buildings could be that you could jump successfully
2: but How far are the buildings away from each other That's As far you as, as you can jump, you tell us. So, all right. Okay. Right, so if I'm really, so I'm almost running downhill, and I've got
0: wind. not, no, not downhill. You don't have to have no, the a deep line. Line. A Down, down deep. downhill
1: and a wind is counterproductive because it'll just blow you down.
0: Right, so flat roof with eleven miles an hour behind you, miles an hour. Yeah.
2: pushing me up or down, pushing you up. Oh no, pushing the wind's
0: you behind you, so it's just gonna yeah. get you that okay. bit of distance, yeah. Oh
2: uh, yeah, it's like trust uh, the uh,
0: fucking donut fishing <laughs> out of the fucking pipe up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I reckon I could. I mean, I used to do long long jump at school. Mm. I think
0: we're yeah. getting a wall.
2: Yeah. Uh, I reckon I, I could yeah. clear about two and a half meters. That's a four. <laughs> he could step that. Trev yeah.
0: Downey. Trev Downey went for eight point nine five meters because he reckons that's one millimeter shorter than the world record. Um, oh, hang, on, you know, I hang
2: on. Hang on. I, 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 when I'm landing on it, am I landing on there with my feet?
0: Landing on
1: your you feet. Land on the mattress if you want. Flat roof.
2: No, well, I reckon in that case, with the wind behind me and I'm... Yeah, seven metres, I reckon. Seven metres? He's yeah, got two God. and a half... To Twenty... Twenty-one <laughs> Twenty-one feet. Hang on, Danny's just said building A is on fire now, so where's my run-up gone? I can't run back into fire.
0: Well, the, the, the back edge of it is on fire. You have the full roof. It's not going to go anywhere. If the fire's on the 48th floor. You're on the... Yeah, you're, you're grand. With a, a two well, not for
2: long. I'm grand for about 10 minutes before I get... Yeah, but it's out. not going to take
0: you 10 minutes to run across this <laughs> thing and jump.
2: Well, if I'm yeah. scared, it will.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it might take you time to, to, to G yourself up a bit. Yeah, but I, mean, I like this seven metres. Proper answering there. That's what we're into, because everyone yeah. usually goes with the...
0: A thief. He was. What
1: did did some Andy say? Andy. My... Andy
0: said. Andy said three meters, providing that there was a fire escape oh, ratings yeah, under that, on that building that he could cling to and stuff. Have you
2: Andy, the wire man or man on wire. That's it. Yeah. It's, it it he, was he, outside. He did it through um across the twin towers with a big yeah. um. Uh, tri- tri- trip. Yeah. Oh, well, he's
1: just. He's That's
0: just mental. Uh,
2: he's question. just mental. Uh,
0: Right, uh seven meters. A bit of a, Robert, a bomb, an absolute we bombshell.
2: Any more weird questions? I'm quite
0: No. I think I think I think we're done on the weird questions. Um, I think we are just let me have a quick look through. No, people are talking about their, their favorite away jerseys. They they, they not go with them. I no, um let me see, let me see. Uh John Mack yeah. says his favourite top of all time is seventy-eight. He's got the retro one and wears yeah. it all the time. Uh let me see. Avo says the Atachi European Cup final one is yeah, his favourite. Um and that was it. Uh, Stephen O'Connor says the home crown paints red and the white trim. Um Yeah, no, there's no other there's no other um there's
2: what's no other random questions there. There's what's your perfect burger. That's quite a good
0: oh I didn't see that. Um big
2: question.
0: Right, last question. we last have last two time. minutes right between the three of us. So I'll go first. Um you obviously have bones. Burgers, real bones are just ridiculous. What we'll are we going right. for? A brioche bones? Uh, no, they are no, notions. The brioche's notions don't have any notions about yourself. You're eating a burger, Um so it's just a standard burger. You know, with the little seeds on top. Yeah, yeah. Standard. You buy your boy for them in a pack, right? Yeah. So I'll have build build <laughs> them from the, build them from the bottom, build them yeah. from the bottom. Um Mayonnaise,
1: yeah, burger. Oh no,
0: you've one or two. Just one for the minute. Hold on, I'm not finished. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Can I have Mayonnaise, burger. burger. Cheese. Where's the salad? Yes, <laughs> wait. <laughs> 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 Mayonnaise, <laughs> burger, cheese, yeah. burger again. Oh. Yeah, right. Um right. another slice of cheese. Right. Uh, Some relish. Well, Some lettuce. It? And that's it. Right, so you slipped up straight away, right? Because your
1: lettuce should be down the bottom. That's so you it. No. Be bun. Oh no! I'll have a slice of
0: bacon in there somewhere as well.
1: Where's that going? it's all about how you stack it. You can't just say I'll have a slice of bacon. Where's the bacon going?
0: I'll stick the bacon in between the two burgers with, and, the, and with the slice of cheese, please. Controversial. Controversial yeah. So that's lettuce. it. You I'm done. That, uh, my forty seconds is done, and that's all I can have. Keith, forty seconds go. Uh, that's a burger aficionado, as well. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> just like to say. No, I'm actually not a big burger fan, but I would be the, the brioche bun. I'm taking the notions. I'm going with the salad, lettuce on the bottom, onions. I'm going for mayonnaise, then burger, cheese, the ketchup, gherkins, cheese and bacon. No, the bacon, sorry, on top of the burger and then the gherkins, ketchup, cheese, whopper.
2: That'll do. Okay. Alex, Go. Well, I'll take your brioche buns, but I'm gonna to toast my brioche buns. Oh, there you go. Absolutely. Absolute notions. Wow, well, listen mate, don't knock it until you've tried it.
0: No, we have a we have a guy here called Andy and he'd love that. He'd absolutely be our best friend right. for what you've just said.
2: Toasted brioche, but what I'm gonna do is bathe it in a bit of oil beforehand so it's nice and moist and ready for yeah. the meat to uh enter. Yeah, uh, nice. And, of course you've got your you've got your butter actually. I'm gonna go with butter. butter. And then, get this, we've got a layer of cheese there. And then we've got the burger. So you've mm. got a cheese under. And then you've got a bacon and then another cheese with ketchup, lettuce, cucumber, tomato. Um, and then, again, you've got your oily kind of toasted brioche on the top. Squeeze it all down and then just fucking eat it in one like a big Yeah, but the, the
0: problem with you two is you're uh, having a salad. And what you're trying to, what you're trying to do here is, you're trying to, you're trying to negate the fact that you're having a nice big burger by going up. Oh, but I've got of lettuce and I've cucumber. To the vegan yeah, element, yeah, yeah, yeah. look like, yeah, absolutely. Plastic vegans. Um, I had a vegan burger tonight. No. Oh my Jesus! No, I can't. I
1: can't. We Vegetarian sausages and vegetarian nuggets, corn nuggets.
2: Hey, Gav isn't happy about that. Counts, you can't knock it, Gav. Listen, yeah. I crazy.
0: absolutely can, and I will, and I will never change from that. Um, before we move off the burgers, do you know what I saw on Man
2: vs. I food? said,
1: t- I said two minutes. Man versus field, they had a glazed donut cut in half. Yeah, mm. and then the burger inside the donut. Now there you go. That's the as an aficionado of both. There we go. That's the yeah. heart attack.
0: Yeah, we're not we're not doing that. Uh Pele Jones reckons he has a random question. It's too late, my man. It's absolutely too late. Um it's it's an hour and seventy minutes into this show and we've talked shy for fifty-five of it. Um but that's just how it works. That's how it works here. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um if you're following us on Twitter, please share the broadcast, uh, like it, do all that. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe, hit the bell icon. Um, as I said, search LFC Day Trippers and you'll find uh-huh. us on Apple Pods, Spotify. Um, and then a dinger. No, he's not getting it. He's not getting it. He's too late. Um, if you if you if you search LFC Day Trippers, you'll get us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, Periscope, uh, everywhere, um, and all good podcast apps. As I said before, if you want to follow Alex, go and look up the Cop TV. And as soon as this season gets starting back and some sort of normality, you will get Alex all over the shop too. Um, look, that's been it. It's been very very good. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, Key thanks a million. Pleasure as always. Thanks, for Alex. Thank thanks a million, my man. No thanks, worries yeah. at all. Um, look, uh, what have we got? What have we got planned for the rest of the week? Uh, we have, we have an interview with a German, um podcast tomorrow, which will be pre-recorded and put out onto YouTube tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. And then on Thursday, Keith is doing some sort of quiz with me, Grizz, and Sean. He, he hasn't yeah. told us what it is yet. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. told us what the name of it is yet. Yeah. He hasn't told us what the rules are. What yeah. I would suggest, though, is just bring cans. It's the yeah. safest thing to do. Um, if, you're, if you're there and you're drinking a few cans, um, it won't matter how evil Keith is with regards to the um with regards to the, to the questions and you can just blame it on the drink then if you're really really poor right? um look seriously that's the end over out.
2: now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the dominion energy reliability investment our new investment product offers competitive returns no maintenance fees and flexible online access to your money make the reliable investment in reliable energy The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.
1: Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on totalwine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation.
2: Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.